call is now being recorded. We're back here on the big broadcast. We've got a great guest with us on the phone. We're going to let them introduce themselves and talk a little bit about why they're here. Go ahead and jump in there, my friend. Hey there. Hello. Who, 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 who are we speaking with? Give us a brief introduction on who we're speaking with here. Hi, my name is Aaron Hamlin. I'm the Executive Director of Male Contraception Initiatives. Well, well tell, us, tell us a little bit about your background. Sure. Um, I'm a licensed attorney and I also have a master's in public health. Uh, my graduate work focused on contraceptive pregnancy rates over time. Uh, our organization is the only nonprofit uh, in the world that focuses exclusively on making sure that male contraceptives reach the market. Uh, we work directly with uh, uh, male contraceptive researchers across the globe, um, as well as to try to build up public support and public demand for, for more options for, for male contraceptives. Well, uh, you, you've got a, a, a fantastic background. Um, tell us a little bit about the uh, tell us a little bit about the, the project that we're pitching today, the, the the service that we're pitching today here on the program. Sure. So um, earlier this year, we put out a request for proposals uh, among researchers uh, to have them apply for a grant to further their research, and we got a really uh, interesting uh, proposal. Uh, that our expert reviewers uh, looked at and went ahead and chose as the winner. And that, that particular proposal uh, is through a company uh, named Spacebook Technologies, uh, uh, and they're working with some folks over at Stanford. And interestingly, what uh, their, uh, uh, their research does is it, it looks at developing a pill that would interrupt uh, late-stage sperm development. Um, and which would effectively act as a male contraceptive. Uh, and because the, the target for this particular uh, drug focuses on a protein found almost exclusively in the testes, uh, this would make it uh, so much less likely to be able to have uh, uh, some of the other types of adverse side effects that we would uh, see with other drugs. We've got a uh, we've got a great guest with us today joining us on the telephone. Amazing, amazing individual. Um, tell us a little bit about the website and everything where we can get more information, things of that nature. Sure. So the, our website is malecontraceptive.org, and when you go there, uh, you see right away that we're trying to push people towards our crowdfunding, uh, which is for um, uh, space to the. Uh, um, the uh, company that's researching a new male contraceptive pill. Uh, so when you go on the uh, um, the Indiegogo website um, uh, that's pushing for our crowdfunding campaign, you can learn a little bit more about um, uh, the work uh, of the of the researchers and a bit more about yes. our team and exactly why it's important to have this uh, this new option available. Well, you've got a uh, a really cool service here. Uh, I think that this is this is something that is just uh, <laughs> this is revolutionary. This this is a huge huge deal. Tell us, uh, uh, how how did this come about? Because what what why did you guys decide? Hey, this is the thing we need to do. Well, when when I was doing uh, work in graduate school, looking at contraceptive pregnancy rates, it's it's kind of hard to ignore the the absence 
of methods that are under yeah. male contraceptives. And our uh, our chair, uh, Dr. David Sokol, uh, he was asked to write an article on male contraception as well. And uh, at, at the at the end of uh, writing the article, he he said, "Well, I'm not sure uh, who I convinced, but I sure convinced myself." Uh, and so it, it really got him on board. It, it, unfortunately, we're we're in a really uh, a bit of a sad place uh, as far as uh, with funding for male contraception in general, which uh, which is uh, unfortunate considering the potential impact that it has. Uh, so being able to cater towards an entire gender that otherwise would have very good options. Uh, so the Gates Foundation right now only focuses on development for female contraceptives. And there's another organization out there that has uh, nearly $100 million that it uh, puts out there for contraceptive research. But that research is for cats and dogs. So uh, we, we really, I think, the, the philanthropic world needs to sort of uh, – reconsider its uh, 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 its goals a little bit and uh, really take milk contraception seriously uh, because if they're not the ones that are stepping up, then what we have instead is uh, 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 other other sources of funds which may not be able to gear uh, milk contraceptives for more effective public pricing and may not have it so that it's available to the public as it would be otherwise to uh, grants and philanthropic donations. Now, you guys uh, have have managed to do all sorts of different things in regards to to this uh, Indiegogo campaign and all these things. Tell us a little bit about that, because that I think is really important. Well, one of the things that we've been able to uh, to do effectively uh, is with uh, with media. So uh, we did uh, an article for the Telegraph that actually made it to the front page of Reddit. Uh, we did, we've done interviews on uh, NPR. Uh, we appeared in The Nation, Think Progress. Uh, uh, just this week, we were in uh, the UK's uh, Huffington Post. Uh, so we're really working on getting, getting the word out. Um, I think so, sometimes people wonder, like, why uh, there, there aren't more men demanding this. And I think part of that is, so when you ask men directly, would you use a male contraceptive, uh, uh, the research out there on survey says that at least half of them say yes. So, so there's definitely a demand for this. But uh, what, what we're trying to do is make sure that um, the public knows that there are prospective options out there to try to give them something to really sort of uh, see and be a little bit more tangible to them. And, and not so abstract. So, uh, so with this campaign on Indiegogo, what we're trying to have people do is see that this is something that is really possible. Uh, we just need people to go ahead and show their support for it. And the more numbers we get, uh, not just with uh, donations, but just individual supporters, that says something. That says that uh, people recognize that, there, that there's a demand for it, that they that they want it uh, to be available for people, so that people can take better control of their own fertility, that they have a, a stronger relationship with um, their partners, and also says that their children uh, don't aren't in situations where they have a pregnancy at, a, at an age that, uh, that's too young. Now, uh, what, are you, what are you wanting to gain at this Indiegogo? 
Sure. So the, the Indiegogo campaign itself uh, funds the initial research uh, for, um, for Spaceville. Uh, so some of the things that we'll be doing there is we'll be helping them uh, develop uh, a lead compound. So right now they have uh, a, a compound, but it's the, uh, the first iteration. So um, uh, this researcher helped them to uh, have a more targeted compound, uh, look at things like toxicity to make sure that the drug is safe, as well as to further along with, uh, with animal trials, which they're using rodents at the moment. It is, an, uh, it is a really, really cool piece of business. I appreciate you being with us today. Thanks for coming on. Right. Thank you very much. Definitely. Thank you, man.